0: McCoy.
1: McCoy. Hi, everybody, and thanks for joining us for another episode of the Suns podcast brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's number one sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, but for real, though, hit that like button. Subscribe wherever you get to listen to your podcast and leave us a five-star review. I'm Lindsay Smith. Here with Saul Bookman, Gerald Borgay, and Espo. How are you guys feeling on this Tuesday afternoon?
2: Good. Wonder if I could get this mic right. I never can get this <laughs> thing
3: right. <laughs> yeah, it happens to the best yeah. of
1: us. Espo, we feel you. Gerald, how are you doing?
2: Feeling fine.
3: Um, I'm already like preemptively annoyed just based on some of the box score Jeez. watchers tweeting about preseason basketball from last night. Oh, oh boy already annoyed.
1: Well, this is a safe space, so let's talk about it. Suns preseason continued last night. They played in Denver against the Nuggets and lost 105-107. What's the biggest beef you've got going on right now, Gerald, with the uh, box score watching? I
3: just saw the tweets already, like the Suns lost to the Nuggets without Jamal Murray, Nikola Jokic, and Contavious Caldwell-Pope, and it's like the starters didn't play past the midway point of the third quarter. Like, why are we doing this again? I, like, the Adelaide loss, I get it, but, like, we're doing this again with a preseason game against an NBA team? Like, why?
2: Because it's the Nuggets, and a lot of those people mm. in your mentions are Nuggets fans <laughs> trying to act like something special happened last night when mm. it was freaking Ish Smith beating a bunch of fourth stringers. freaking <laughs> Congratulations, De- Denver.
3: Yeah, I mean – I'm not trying to hear it from a fan base that has zero NBA Finals appearances to their name, but that's just me. Yeah. And zero.
2: I'm, I'm I'm sorry if if you were just a box score watcher last night, but all you had to do was sign up for the free trial of League Pass and you could watch the damn game if you wanted. So yeah. make the effort, people.
1: <laughs> but it's preseason. It's preseason. It's preseason.
0: <laughs> it's entirely irrelevant. I saw some some stupid posts about the game, <laughs> and that's all I needed to see to be like all right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, this is why I hate preseason because, cool. You're the preseason champs. Congratulations. Move the fuck along.
1: <laughs> we did see some positive things. Mikhail mm-hmm. Bridges shooting threes last night looked really great yes. from deep.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, watching that in that first quarter and that second quarter, uh, it you felt good about where Mikael was offensively. If they want to, if they want to have a good. A good year. They're gonna need Mikhail to hit those on the regular. So
3: Yeah, I, I love that he just had a quick trigger. He's shown that in the first two games as well. Um, I love that the team as a whole took thirty seven three pointers. Like that's that's where they need to be on a nightly basis. They didn't shoot well. They only made twelve, which was like thirty-two percent. But like they need to be shooting that much. What
0: is, what is so funny? The okay. Yeah, there's Sorry. a comment in the chat that has just completely thrown me off. <laughs> What's that? Uh there is a nasty rumor circulating on the internet that Lindsay Smith puts paprika on her ice cream. <laughs> Peyton has
2: good sources on that. Is that
1: Peyton would have good sources, but these sources are incorrect. I do not put paprika on my
0: (laughs) you put smoked paprika on there, (laughs)
1: paprika on my deviled eggs,
0: sure, but that's that's about it. Okay, okay, all right.
1: Sorry, Peyton, your your sources are (laughs) incorrect today.
2: (laughs) Back to the three point shooting, the worst of the. I, I don't know where to go with we'll be it. On from we can, paprika, We can talk about Lindsay's papi- paprika habit. Speaking of Papitra. spice. <laughs> paprika habit. Uh, you could put it in a nice baba ghanoush if you want. I don't care. Mm-hmm. But uh, Devin Booker struggled uh, from behind the arc more than anybody. He was too... Two of nine. So you talk about, you know, thirty mm-hmm. percent, uh thirty-two percent for the team. A lot of that was Devin. And I'm not concerned with Devin shooting in the preseason. No,
0: not only that, the the good thing that I did like was the fact that DA was was pretty aggressive. Mm-hmm. And he should be without Jokic in there, he should be aggressive. And DA is is has matched up with with um Jokic uh fairly well over the years. He's even Jokic has said that. Um so, it, like, everybody just calm down. Like, it's not a big deal. Who gives a shit if they lost?
3: I really don't care. Right. DA played really well on both ends, too. He had 19 and 11 and 27 minutes, 9 to 12 from the field, three steals, one block. Like, he was all over the place on both ends. That's exactly what we like to see out of him. Um, it would have been nice, obviously, to get the starters back in in the fourth. But, again, this is an irrelevant game. Monty's trying to slowly ratchet up their minutes back towards their normal territory And the starters, for the most part in preseason, have looked pretty good. Like Booker hasn't shot the ball well, and we can nitpick this and that, but like the starting unit has been fine, which we all suspected would be the case. So I'm encouraged by that. I'm encouraged by taking more three-pointers. I'm encouraged by Bridges and Aiton being more assertive in their offense. The only downside is it would have been nice to have a healthy Cam Johnson the whole time um, to get that group a little more
2: cohesion. Yeah, I feel like we're going to say that a lot this year, though.
1: I that's hope the, not. That's I the know. big question, right? Is there any concern? Because I know coming into the NBA, that was one of the things that followed Cam during like the whole draft process. But it was more so for his hip, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Like in- injury-prone being. And, I mean, a lot of it could just be really bad luck, mm-hmm. like terrible timing for certain things like this. But do you guys have any concern that, that Cam Johnson is quote-unquote injury-prone?
3: Yes, I don't think he's injury prone, but I do have concern about him holding up at the four because he does take lumps a certain way. And I don't know, like all of them have been like fluke things that like he got a dead leg that lasted for like a month. Or, you know, he stubbed his finger or whatever it was on a on a basketball on a random play like those things you can't really help. But at the same time, I do understand your point as far as like. We are concerned about durability. Wise, this guy playing the four full time now against starting fours, bigger, stronger dudes. Is he going to hold up over a whole season?
0: I hope so, but we need to see it first. I mean, again, it's been a repetitive process. He's missed games in every single season, and and some of these injuries are just like, damn, like they're they're almost like the 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 quad injury. Mm -hmm. You know, like that's kind of a fluky injury, Mm -hmm. but. What sometimes happens a lot is is guys that are injury prone are prone to fluky injuries, which is you know look at Anthony Davis like The guy takes one awkward step and all of a sudden his groin f- shatters into a million pieces like that's just the way he's built Cam Johnson's not on that level, but mm-hmm. um, it, This is going to affect to me I think that, that this is what's going to determine whether or not Cam Johnson gets a Mikael Bridges type contract or if he gets significantly less, because if you can't rely on him, like listen, if these guys get into a nice groove and then he gets injured again, and then they got build him back into the rotation, and then they get back into another groove, and then he gets injured again, like you can only go to that well so many times before you're like, all right, listen, guy, like we love you to death, but we're not paying you premium dollars when you're not even available for the premium times.
2: You brought you brought up an interesting thing, Gerald: durability versus injury prone, like. I I don't think Cam's injury prone because I think chronic injuries, you know, like we expected that, but he's not durable. These little things do start to add up. And before you know it, it's 25, 30 games that he's missed in a season. And this year more than ever, I think that's going to be a big deal because you don't have anybody to back that up. You're not like, and now that he's in the starting lineup, I mean, you're, you're very thin there. So uh, so I think that's going to cause issues, just even if it's a handful of injuries here or there. What you have to hope is he's durable come playoff time.
3: Right. And and he has been, for the most part. Like, the timing of that injury last year obviously hampered his play a little bit heading into the postseason. And he was saying, like, yeah, I do wish I had had a little more time to come back before the playoffs started. But, like he's not like some super injury prone dude. Like he's missed 15 games, 22 games and 16 games over his first three years, which is significant, but not like a guy that's constantly on the injury report. The problem is the timing of it. It's always been like in the middle of a season or right when he was catching a groove. And in this case, it's right before the season starts when they're, you know, trying to implement this newer starting lineup and don't have Jay Crowder to make up for that lack of depth. So like the timeliness has been really unfortunate. I think it, make it makes it stand out
0: more than it normally would. He's, like uh, you know, uh, Brian in the chat said, uh, he's Cam Disney, uh, which is my nickname for A Disney, which is AD. I, he's not Cam Disney yet, but he is like <laughs> Cam Looney Tunes right now, which is getting <laughs> kind of close. Yeah.
1: Okay, back to Denver and the preseason game mm-hmm. last night. Uh, Brian also said Jock was amazing, even though he had a bad game. As well, I know when we all came into the office, you were like, did you see that one, Jock play?
2: Oh, look, uh, Landau's landing is getting a little expensive to move into. There's a play in the fourth. I don't know if you guys uh, caught it last night, but Jock got the steal, dribbled. Uh, he got the steal in the Denver <laughs> side of the court, mm-hmm. dribbled, kicked it to to a teammate, and then the first thing he did was Give him the, I'm going up. (laughs) And they alley-ooped it for a dunk. And I was like, all right, this is a guy that's heady enough to to have an impact. It wasn't the the greatest game from him, but he still does the little things he hustles. And I think that's why his teammates and Monty are falling in love with him. I think he's solidified that backup five at this point because Bismack has hardly gotten into any of these games Mm -hmm. at this point. Dario was playing four when he was in, uh, in playing. I think Jacques your backup it's, center.
0: It's the versatility. Yeah. It's the versatility, and that's the reason why Jacques is going to end up being the backup five is because Bismack, he does not give you the the flexibility to be able to play on the perimeter, um, and Jacques does, mm-hmm. and, and that's the biggest difference between the two right now. And Jacques is a little bit more fundamentally sound um, with his game he he's he can pass better than bismack uh, he can't attack the rim better than bismack right now uh, but bismack relies heavily on getting good positions set up by other people whereas jock can do a little bit more with the ball mm-hmm. um, so that's why he's going to get the he's going to get the advantage and he seems to be a great team player he's uh you know he's been on our show he was a great team player here because he went after espo which is fantastic <laughs> Everybody um, that yeah i mean it's a win win for all of
1: us i need to know If it's just that the two of them instantly bonded, but he's gone after Mikkel a lot on social too. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So I need to know, is this just because the two of them are on the same playing field as far as their pettiness, trolling, Mm -hmm. goofiness, um, or what's going on? Or did he just know like, hey, Mikkel's a fan favorite, so if I can make this a thing, (laughs) maybe I can be a fan favorite?
3: I think they're on the same wavelength as far as being like goofy like that. Yeah. Like you can just tell by the rapport talking about Vegemite and all these random different things. Like they'll bring each other up randomly or like Mikael will be talking and Jock will come over and listen to what Mikael's having to say. <laughs> and it, it's they've, they've got that rapport already. So Jock is helping us save the vibes around here for all the people <laughs> that are concerned about the locker room and all that. Um, but yeah, I, I think the floor spacing element that he provides, especially when you're looking at the second unit and campaign is huge because Monty's talked about last year going to rim rolling bigs kind of clogged things up for Payne when he got downhill. Having that floor spacer gives him more lanes to attack off the bounce, and that's helpful for Payne, who can kind of have problems with tunnel vision at times or going too fast when he attacks. So I think Landale will help in that regard, and he definitely looks like he has that backup center Spot to himself at this mm-hmm. point.
2: I've been surprised by his athleticism. Not that he's going to jump over anybody or anything, but he can run the floor. He's he can mm-hmm. tip balls and 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 get in there like that. That surprised me. I didn't expect as much of that uh as as I've seen.
0: Mm-hmm. And he's he's like sneaky athletic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He does not have good bounce. I will he's say good. that. If you see that alley, I if you're he like even mm-hmm.
1: that on this. Show. Yeah, right. <laughs> like he <laughs> like like, barely listen. got over the barely got
0: over the rim on that one. But um, but in terms of like uh on-the-floor athleticism, yeah. uh, nothing above. And, yeah, he's he's been fantastic, and he, he knows how to use his body. The great thing about him is he knows what his assets are. He knows how to use them to the best of his ability, and that's what you need. Like, he's not trying to do anything out of character. He knows what he is, and, and he's an attribute to this team because of it.
2: Well, yeah, you're not going to have the moments that we had with JaVale last year. No. Where all of a sudden you're like, what the hell was that? Like, mm-hmm. he's fundamentally understands understands the game, and I actually think that's a benefit because some of those moments you'd get great JaVale stretches, and then you'd have two or three of those moments that killed momentum. So,
3: right, and, and this was something that I wrote about when he first joined the team because I was looking into his game. Um, so I was happy to see it back last night, but he has a low key, pretty effective post game, he has a couple of moves. Off the dribble, it's not he's not Hakeem Olajuwon or Kevin McHale, but he's crafty enough around there to get to his own hook shot or get to his shot with really good footwork for a guy who hasn't been playing basketball for that long. So that's something that can help engineer offense a little bit when he has a mismatch or when he has somebody that he can actually score on.
1: Okay, do you think that broadcasters can contribute to? teams becoming rivals. Yes. Yeah, Especially when absolutely.
2: You're forced to have to listen to them <laughs> okay. uh, from another city. Yes. Last night made me hate the Nuggets more than I already did. It was brutal.
1: So I saw quite a bit of commotion on social media last night about the Denver Nuggets broadcast. Right. Um, okay, we'll start with Gerald's tweet because you even <laughs> talked about it on social. You were one yeah. of the ones who had brought some stuff up. So. You tweeted out, Nuggets commentators just said Monty Williams and DeAndre and, quote, haven't spoken in over a year.
0: In a year. (laughs) A,
1: no. B, that's not what was reported in the first place. C, that was literally cleared up today. And D, this is how people get misinformed and blame, quote, the media. So, obviously, Gerald laid it out for you guys right there. that That is completely incorrect. If you're watching the show, I'm assuming you also knew that that was incorrect.
3: Right. (laughs) Um, I get that it's preseason but how do you get something like that so like in over a year means they haven't talked (laughs) since like the start of last season that makes no sense and maybe it was just a miss like he misquoted himself or misspoke but like Dwayne had literally published that article that day clearing the whole thing up finally that yeah they've been talking and it wasn't it was four months not a whole fucking year like your one job as a broadcaster is to get that kind of shit correct like how do you not I don't. I don't know.
2: If he, if they won a year without talking, it won sixty four games without uttering a yeah. word to each other. Monty does deserve another coat. <laughs> like, give me a break, guys. And uh, the color commentator, I believe it was Christopher Dempsey, was. Uh, it felt like he wasn't even watching the game. Like he like he had something else on another TV. Like uh, and and then he was just checking in every once in a while. It was just it was brutal. So. Go
3: ahead. And that's that's kind of what bothers me is, you know, hello, mentioned team commentators don't care about other teams. Info. I get that. That shouldn't be the case. Like, obviously, you are commentating for a specific audience, but you should still know your shit as a broadcaster. But
1: even beyond that, like I saw. So I know that the in arena announcer called DeAndre Jordan, DeAndre Eaton. <laughs> but I also heard it could be the we're talking about the same thing. But on Twitter, people were saying throughout the game they heard the actual announcers on the broadcast refer to DeAndre Jordan as DeAndre Aiden.
0: Because oh, yeah, DeAndre Aiden one. versus DeAndre Aiden yeah. was, was a beast.
1: So, be yeah, sure, they don't care about the other team, but they should care about their team and at least make sure names are correct.
2: Yeah, like, look, I get, I get if the in-arena announcer one time screws it up. Fine, it's preseason for everybody. Right, right. But on a regular basis, on the call of the game, It's pretty bad. Like, uh, Lindsay, you've you've been in that situation. I've never broadcast a game, but I assume your producer, if if you make a mistake multiple times in one game, is in your ear going, "Hey, that." No, you make a mistake
1: one time, and they're (laughs) in your ear. Right, (laughs) like you get one shot before they're like, "You need to get this correct." And then I I feel bad for them because. I'm sure the in arena crew, the broadcasting crew all got emails and had meetings today to talk about, let's get into mid-season form here. Yes, it happens. But the reaction Mm. of the Nuggets players all around there, I think it was Davon Reed who was in there too, Mm. and DeAndre Jordan was just like, what? Like They were so (laughs) shocked, and that's not great. But back to the original question, so that was just a little... Little chance for us to throw a little shade at Denver always. <laughs> always. always mm-hmm. Do you think the Suns and the Nuggets are rivals?
0: Well, in the Nuggets mind. <laughs> well, yeah, I think honestly, maybe I'm just a little biased now because of our company dynamic, but mm-hmm. I would say so because I look, Denver desperately, desperately wants to be where, where we've been. They have been. Closer than us for longer, but then we got to the peak faster. Mm. Like, yeah, like that, like they had such a great bubble run Mm -hmm. and they're talking about possibly getting to the finals the next year. And then everything falls apart. We go to the finals. They're still crying about Jamal Murray. What ifs? And now they're still where, where we are, Mm -hmm. you know, like that's exactly where they are. And so they have high expectations this year and they should, because MPJ is back at least Right now he is, Mm. and Jamal Murray is back, and the vibes are good, but again, they've never proven it when it counts. They've never proven it, ever. Mm. Like, they've gotten close, but they've never gotten to the finals. They've never won an NBA championship. Like, we'll see what happens this year. And if they get their ass swept this year with Jamal Murray and MPJ, they will never fucking hear <laughs> the end of it yeah. that's a damn promise i yeah and we will make a shirt <laughs> a broom shirt like well, fuck your feelings some nuggets up um, phnx sons let's go
3: yeah i mean i've i've said this before like i think it's one of those situations where it's kind of similar to like Suns lakers like yes. lakers fans saying like oh you're not all rival because we always beat you which is a untrue and b misses the point like if you have a team that's constantly punching up at you and is looking at you as like, man, we need to beat these guys eventually gets to the point where it is a rivalry. And because of all the trash talk between the fan bases, because they met recently in a playoff series, I do think a lot of teams hate this. Like I would put the Pelicans in that same group. I put the nuggets, I put the Mavs now like all of these teams that we faced in the last two years in the playoffs, I would all consider them something of a rival now, because when you go through as heated as these playoff series are And the social media component now, as big as it's ever been, as far as blowing everything up, like the Mm -hmm. FJ Crowder shirts or, you know, the Luka meme or the Luca special, all this stuff, like, it just creates so much animosity that the next time you see these player, these teams... Like on opening night, that's Twitter's going to be a toxic hellscape just because it of the is. last thing. That, it is, <laughs> but it's but it's amplified. Like nobody gives a fuck if we play the Kings and something <laughs> happens, but if it's the Mavs on opening night after what happened last year, like yeah, and I think the Nuggets are in that category now.
2: You bring up the Luca meme. Mm. Can I can I be very clear? Mm. If you are not a Mavs fan (laughs) tweeting that damn photo of Luca grinning like an idiot looking at Devin Booker is not an insult to the Suns fans it's an insult for you for thinking that somehow you can use that and call anything I had Nuggets fans do that last night you didn't make it to the second round you were at home So you can't use that. sounds
0: like it's a specific Nuggets person <laughs> you're talking about.
2: No, because I've had a lot of people, a lot of fans, specific Nuggets fan. Uh, I'm looking Meso. at you, Eric. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, but overall, there's been a lot of fans that have done that. I'm like, congratulations, Pelicans fans. You used a picture of somebody else beating the Suns like. There's two teams that I wanna hear shit from. The Bucks and the Mavs. Mm -hmm. You can talk shit to us, right?
0: Yeah. I've I've never been a fan of other teams co signing on other teams' failure because they couldn't beat us but somebody else did. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like that's that's just so like, come on, man, be better than that. Bitterness. but if the nuggets do lose this year i will i will co-sign them out. <laughs> <laughs> i hate it when other people do that damn, but it. damn it i'm gonna do it <laughs> because it's you i'll make an exception well,
2: you know what if if a
1: warrior that's fan, because it's personal yeah. you yeah.
2: know what? if a warriors fan a celtics fan pulls that card i get it you made it further fine but when your team did not make it as far or mm-hmm. did not make the playoffs and you use that you look like an idiot all right yeah <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Well, Jay, Jay said it perfectly. My boy's car is faster than yours. Yeah. Cool. But what about yours? Scrubs.
1: Scrubs. There you go. Listen, I don't know about you guys, but today mm. is my Friday. Oh, yeah. And Fridays are better so... with Four Peaks beer. If you guys have not picked up some Four Peaks brews in the recent history, you should probably do that before this weekend so that you can have a great weekend they've got so many different options and varieties of beers for you guys to try you can also even just take a trip down to their brewery in tempe have some good food some good beer and some good dessert, mm-hmm. some take very the ghost tour. dessert. Mm-hmm. and what
2: do the haunted brewery tour
1: that's true the haunted brewery tours. i think they're still happening i think it's through the month of october yeah. mm-hmm. they're a lot of fun we also have some really cool things that we've got planned with them that are kind of still being worked out, but just stay tuned because we'll definitely keep you guys posted as soon as all that information comes out. But again, highly recommend everything that is Four Peaks. They're an awesome company that creates awesome products. You do have to be 21 years or older to enjoy Four Peaks beer, and we ask that you enjoy responsibly, but highly recommend grabbing some Four Peaks beer to make your week just a little bit better.
0: You could also make your week better by winning a lot of money, mm-hmm. just so we all know. <laughs> I almost won 25 grand, but... Fucking Jaguars. Oh, a screwed me. At least it was
1: only five bucks, though.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, of course. That's like 14-team parlay. But, like, right now on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, you can use promo code PHNX. And if you deposit $5, you can win. You can get up to $200 in uh, free bets. So mm-hmm. it's uh, kind of a no-brainer, especially right now during football season. There's so many bets. There's so many... um parlays that you can play different prop bets that just make it fun to watch these games you should you should see the environment here when we've got all the games going on on the the tvs like johnny goes crazy um like every five seconds uh also he thinks every coach should get fired after three games uh it's kind of funny so um but like i said you could use that promo code phnx it's simple download the DraftKings sportsbook app use promo code phnx uh, and remember, minimum age, minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details, and we have a pick of the week. Hey, yo, what's
1: okay. it, what is it? What is it?
2: Yeah, I was looking at NBA futures bets, mm-hmm. and I don't really usually give a shit about the divisions because they don't mean anything, right. but I
1: found it interesting
2: that you can bet the Suns plus 225 to win the Pacific. Okay. They have the third best odds out of anybody to win the Pacific. Warriors and who else? Clippers. Warriors and Clippers. Clippers actually are the favorites right now, mm-hmm. according to DraftKings. I put some money on the Suns and I don't know the, the two behind them, the Lakers and the Kings. The Kings are a plus forty thousand. So if you want to just like try to what, forty thousand thousand That's four? four and four zeros after it. Damn. Wow. Plus forty thousand. Oh man. Like I I don't think it'll happen. it's not going to happen. I I might just
0: put five bucks on it. Just to say why not?
2: They have better odds than OKC or worse odds than OKC uh, to win their division. (laughs) Yeah, OKC's a plus twenty five thousand. Wow. You know they have the worst uh, of the. Oh no, the Rockets have the worst at plus fifty thousand. Plus fifty. You know, like I'm a big. You know, little risk, big reward. Right. Mm-hmm. So, putting five bucks down on a plus forty thousand mm. with the Kings, while we'll putting you know another five on the Suns, at do a parlay plus and put,
0: and do them both. <laughs>
2: You can't bet both teams to win the same division. Oh uh, no, the
0: Kings and the Rockets are <laughs> oh, in the same division. Oh, I thought you bet the I thought you bet the Suns and the Rockets. No, forty <laughs> uh, and fifty thousand. Man, oh, that's yeah. a lot of ch- coin they, right they there. They
2: both win all of a sudden. Oh you're my just like, god! Hey,
0: wow! I'm out of here. Yeah. PH so, right now. Be
2: nuts. <laughs> I, I like. i like put a, put five a five spot on both of those and, and and roll the dice. Why not?
1: Especially if it's a free bet. Yeah. Right. Like mm-hmm. if it's a free bet, what's the big deal? It's yeah. It's not even. You're not losing anything. No. Mm-hmm. You just you could potentially gain so much and you're not even losing anything. But one more time, that's code PHNX at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Okay, so Zach Lowe and ESPN put out the start of their annual, quote, league pass rankings, right? Mm-hmm. Where they rank all the teams in the NBA from least to most watchable.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, if you're wondering kind of how they judge this, they did share it. Which I'm glad they did because I always I always want to know, like, what are the criteria here? Like, what are you looking yeah. at? Mm-hmm. So it's based on how engaged people are when you talk about the team at a party or if they kind of just like leave you behind to move on to other conversation. If people linger on games in case a super do- superstar does something amazing, the style of play, the little things that matter to diehards like announcers, courts, uniforms, things of that sort, and unintentional comedy. Mm-hmm. so they rank the Suns at 14th.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: What do you guys think about this spot? For I think
0: Suns? that's about right, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I think it's a yeah. fair I ranking. think that's about right. I mean, because like when you watch the Suns, there's not one particular player that you're just like, oh, my God, I can't wait to see what amazing thing he's about to do next. You know what I mean? Like mm. Chris Paul is probably as close as you're going to get because sometimes he'll nutmeg people and cross them over and stuff like that. Uh, D-Book doesn't really do anything that's just like, holy shit, did you see this? You know what I mean? Like he's just a good, good fucking player. They called like,
1: him a vintage scorer. Yeah, that's exactly – he's
0: like Jerry West. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah, and their system doesn't – you know, it's not high-flying. It's not – you know, the fast break isn't like the most unbelievable thing you've ever seen. There's no pizzazz. Like, I get it. It's mm. pretty, it's pretty middle of the road. First
2: off, for me, it's pretty sad that Zach Lowe, when he goes to a party, Wants to talk about basketball teams. That's your job. <laughs> Get something else to talk about, Zach. You uh, a poor, hobby. Poor Pugs and Hugs says people do that no matter what I try Aww. to talk about. Oh, so, Pugs and Hugs. So <laughs> I'm sorry, Pugs, but uh, That's tough. I, I think it's about the the right spot. 14. I think I, I think the Suns are kind of like the Fast and the Furious franchise right now, right? Oh. They got some names. They got some big names, mm. but you kind of know what to expect. Every once in a while, there'll be something that people talk about. But, you know, it it is what it is. You're not you're not breaking new ground there. Mm -hmm. And that's uh, you know, that's what it is for me. You brought up, you know, there's not any there's not any new stars in this. There's not anything shiny that you got.
1: to And I think that was one of the biggest knocks that they had had brought up when they wrote out like the the reason the reason why they ranked the Suns at 14th was we've seen and enjoyed this movie enough for now. It's not that it's a bad movie. It's a good movie. We've just seen it a few too many times. We there's nothing it's if you look at it like series, like on Netflix or something, it's the third season. There's no new characters. It's the same kind of storyline that we're continuing on. Which is great. I'm gonna watch it, but it's not like, oh my god, I have to it's, watch it, this the, the, the minute it drops. It's like I could watch it the next day.
0: The Suns are basically the the friends version of streaming right now. Like Every episode solid. You know what you're gonna get. You mm-hmm. might have a little chuckle here and there, but it's nothing that you you can't miss. Uh, and there's nothing that you 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 know you don't know what's coming. Like you just know it's a good show. Right. And that's it. And, and I think the style of play lends to that because they are a very mid range heavy
3: team. Which unless you are like a die hard '90s early 2000s basketball fan is not as aesthetically pleasing as a lot of the pace and space stuff. They don't get up a ton of threes. Like we've talked about how effective Devin Booker is, but doesn't always have the highlight plays. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, Chris Paul's getting older now. So, yeah, it it is kind of, you know, there's a lack of excitement about running it back for a team that historically disappointed last year when it won 64 games. Um, So I get it. So, like, kind of just above average is good. I think maybe I would have put him a little higher just because – they they were a 64 win team and they win a lot of games and they play really sound smart basketball but you know there's a there is a lot going on i think i might have elevated them a little bit just for the tiny possibility of of drama if the season doesn't start well <laughs> the implosion because packers. yeah because there it is everybody else that's what they seem to care about with the suns yeah. right now so i think there is a little more intrigue than this gives it credit for he
2: he brings up uniforms we get the the sunburst back, the purple sunburst, mm-hmm. but then there's going to be turquoise, so that counteracts
1: it too. Like, oh, calm i calm down, it. middle
2: middle of the road for for not because this is <laughs> this is all about non Suns fans tuning into a team, uh, you know that that isn't theirs for entertainment factor. Mm-hmm. And I get it. If I'm an outsider, the Suns aren't that exciting if I don't have a, a you know a, a you know, something in the game, some skin in the game, uh, for this team. Like that they're just not. So I I get it. Like who would be who'd be your guys' uh lead pass Oh team?
0: god, like, Jesus mm. Christ, Gilbert, come on, bro. What? Come he said Warriors are number one. What can Curry do that book can't? He can get hot from three, two. Uh no. he has never been Curry hot. He's from never three. pulled from the logo. Yeah, he's never been like insanely like let me drop, you know. 14 threes on your head in any given moment kind of hot he's been he's had his moments yes he's dropped 70 points which is more than curry's ever scored in the game yes but there's a difference between curry's hot and booker's hot there just is like you can't there's there's no denying that
2: book hasn't been clay hot
0: i mean yeah, there's true. two
2: guys on that team that can get hotter hotter than than devin booker like i Look, I think it's the right. I think it's the right range for them. But who would be your league pass team? Like your non-Suns league pass team, since that's the whole thought. Mm.
0: For me, for me, it's still the Warriors. Like every time the Warriors are on, it's can't go wrong with. Yeah, I mean, every time the Warriors are on, like listen, you know, like the three ball is the three ball, but Steph Curry's threes are just different than everybody else's threes. Like they just are. Uh, It's. His three-pointers are, like, getting dunked on sometimes. That's how deflating they are. And there's not very many other guys in the game that can do that. Yeah, I, I've got a couple. I mean,
3: obviously, Warriors are always entertaining just because you got the Splash Brothers, and they do have some younger guys who are going to be interesting to watch moving forward, not even talking about the Draymond Green-Jordan Poole yeah. stuff. Um, but also, like, the Pelicans and Timberwolves both kind of intrigue me in terms of Pelicans getting Zion back and being a young team on the rise with Willie Green, Timberwolves adding Rudy Gobert. How the hell is that gonna work? I think that's the car
2: crash there. That one.
3: It could be, but also they have Anthony Edwards, so it's like that's (sighs) still a fun team. I love Anthony Edwards. He's he's great to watch.
0: I think he is so much fun to watch. Yeah,
2: I do too. But I I just two centers, two big guys like that Mm. barely worked in a time where big men dominated the game. And they're they're totally zigging while the rest of the league's zagging.
3: Yeah, but none of those bigs could shoot the way Cat does. So it's it's a little different. And I do think, like, Cat might struggle guarding fours, but if you wanted anyone in the league to cover up for that kind of flaw, it would probably be a guy like Gobert.
2: I think there's a lot of boomer bust potential. Oh yeah, in. like where sure. they could be really great, or it could be just a horrible disaster mm-hmm. of an experiment, which makes them a the perfect lead pass team yeah. from that standpoint. You mentioned the Pels too; they're high on my list because mm-hmm. what's Z- they you know SI's touting Zion 2.0. What what does this guy look like? Does he make it through a season? Does mm-hmm. he still have the athletic burst? Does this team uh, mature and and? ride that wave or do they crash after what was a valiant effort in round 1 I, I'm I'm interested
0: in that I'm not I I think the pels are going to be the the disaster this year I think they've got a lot of momentum coming in how based off of how they played the suns last year mm. I think there's a lot of hype about Zion coming back and and that's going to be the thing that turns the corner for them mm. I just feel like it's going to be a train wreck something bad's going to happen with that team Zion isn't going to mesh well or whatever the case may be like Either that or they're going to be the best team in the league. <laughs> I mean, a boomer <laughs> bust for you. Yeah.
3: Okay. And yeah. I would also say in the East, I got Cavs and Hawks are two. I like the Cavs. He's fun. Mm-hmm. The Cavs are solid. The like, Cavs just are a adding. fun
1: team to root for yeah. right
3: now. They're young. They were fun before the Donovan Mitchell trade. Now they're more fun. And then the Hawks, DeJounte Murray, like they got a lot of young guys. He signed too. Sexton again, right? Uh, no, he's he's on the Jazz team. now because they traded him. Oh, that's him. right. That's yeah. right. They traded him. That's yeah. right.
2: Look, I don't need to watch Walmart, Devin Booker, and Donovan <laughs> Mitchell. You know, like, so I do like Cleveland's new logo, some of their uniform stuff, their young core, but I don't need to watch Donovan Mitchell. Uh, That just doesn't, doesn't interest me. Somebody in the chat said uh, the implosion of the Brooklyn Nets. I'm definitely Mm -hmm. down for, hello said that. I'm definitely down for watching a little of that. I think that's going to be. A unique dumpster fire, uh, honestly.
1: I like watching the Grizzlies. I know we've talked about it. Like, Jaw and his highlights is why he sometimes gets more love than Devin. Mm -hmm. But it's fun to watch. Let's be honest. It really is. And I do enjoy a team that's kind of, like, we got to experience here in Phoenix going from kind of the bottom of the barrel rising to the top of the totem pole, mm-hmm. it's fun as you're on your way up. And I feel like the Grizzlies and their fan base are probably enjoying it a lot right now because they're they're becoming really relevant again.
3: Right, and it might be short-lived, unfortunately, because they lost some key players right. over the summer. but, but still, but like, yeah,
1: Jaws, Jaws, a pretty fun player. Oh, yeah,
0: absolutely. Who's the worst
2: team on your list that you would just would not tune in for? <laughs> I
1: mean, I, I wouldn't tune into a Kings game. Yeah,
0: a million percent not the Kings.
2: I
3: would rather watch them than the Spurs this year. Like they're gonna I wouldn't be watch awful. a Mavs
1: game out of principle, and the Jazz, <laughs> unless it's oh, against the Suns, fair. I'm not watching the Mavs play.
3: For the Magic, not dude. the Jazz. I'll, I'll watch the Mavs. I won't watch the Spurs the, or the Jazz.
2: The Jazz, when you mix that lack of talent and then those god awful uniforms that'll burn your retina, yeah. I think that's a pretty good. Choice. Yeah. What
0: I love is that, like, I just love how the Utah fan base was so adamant about Mitchell being better than Booker, um, and now they're the, you know, one of the worst teams in the league. <laughs> right. You deserve it. <laughs> your slander deserved this but they
2: have 14 first round picks so
0: well, was the thing that makes me even happier is the fact that after you watch your shitty game you have to go outside into your shitty city
1: oh. <laughs> you bring in the heat yeah.
0: <laughs> i fucking hate salt lake city <laughs> so much the fact that the nba all-star game is there it's tragic oh my god what are we if we go what the f- fuck are we going to do past 7 p.m.? Nothing. Have a
1: sodi Pop. Oh, my We're go gosh. Pop. I don't think
0: you even have seen
2: that late in Salt Lake. <laughs> oh, my God. Sit
0: by a fire because it's going to be
2: damn cold in February. Oh, oh yeah. That's just,
0: why that's, did they choose? That's there. the only thing you could do in, in, in Utah is go skiing. Like that's, that's the only thing it's a, let me get this. Let's, let's get this right. It's mm. a beautiful sit out yeah. like yeah. the mountains and the snow mm. and like where the setting is. It's just such a disaster that they had to ruin that city by putting all these time limits on everything out there. Mm. You can't even get a burger past eight o'clock. You have to go home and make your own food in a hotel. It's, wait for real? shit. Yeah, dude. Everything it, shuts it, down. It all at shuts like eight. down really early. Oh, that's good. terrible. Yeah. I was there for the, for the tournament and we'd be lucky if something was open past nine outside of like a fucking village inn not villages yes <laughs> oh my yeah
1: so we're not going to utah i mean we uh, <laughs> will see Apparently, we'll we're
2: not getting Village in as a sponsor.
0: <laughs> uh, Jay with the super chat, love the Utah slander. You're welcome, sir. You, Jay he
1: said, "I will pay you to continue <laughs> talking shit about Utah." This is
2: now just a Utah slander podcast. Oh, no.
1: It's
0: always been a Utah slander podcast. <laughs> no, that's all we're doing. No more
1: stuff. Um, just one last thing on the uh, watchability ranking. Rach in the chat said she loves listening to EJ and K Ray, mm-hmm. um, and not the other broadcasts. And then Charles. Said they did get a little bit of love in that article. Charles said, Is Al McCoy coming back? Yes, Al McCoy will be back. Yes, doing it's impressive what he has been able to do in his career.
2: Home, home games, uh, only John Bloom will be on the call for mm-hmm. the road games. And they actually moved Al and uh, and the radio broadcast this year. They're uh, not courtside now, they're oh, really? They're upstairs, so we're not gonna get the really weird old lady sticking her head between k-ray and ej on that fish island <laughs> they yeah swap they them. swapped them so we don't get those weird shots when they come back to the broadcast that As was well.
0: the most uncomfortable thing <laughs> ever. you know
1: i bet you they did that on purpose like last year giving al one year yeah. in the nice brand new renovated arena courtside because every other arena for the most part your radio broadcasters are actually in a suite yeah. so yeah. they're not even like mid Um, lower bowl. They're in a suite, but Al always wanted to be as close as possible because he said on the road at times it was harder for him to see what was happening. Mm -hmm. And just because out of respect of Al's career, I'm sure the Suns were like, we'll give you a season courtside here um in a brand new suns arena so you get to enjoy it a little bit and then they probably swap
2: the two i think i think they just heard us making fun of that shot <laughs> that <they had laughs> last year and went yeah we need to change that
0: yeah <laughs> oh, hey here's here's these two guys up in the suite level right next to nana <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, no. <laughs> I love how Josh is taking the Utah Slander so gently. He's like, I'll be your tour guide. Don't worry. I'll show you some of the cool things. And That's cool not things what he, he said. said are, um,
0: <laughs> the church You, you got to be
1: here. You got to be here to know what he said. You
0: the hottest church history
1: museum. This place <laughs> has everything.
2: <laughs> 7
3: p.m. curfews. Oh, my
2: gosh. <laughs> The best water you can get
0: anywhere. <laughs> oh my gosh! I don't want to go down this road because I'm inevitably be about to say something fucked up, yeah, and I'm not. Can't. I'm not That's taking it. the bait on this one. Nope. you guys can be left to your own devices. I am seeing myself uh-huh. out. Apparently, Fair everyone enough.
1: popped in OGS before the show, and they yeah. are now starting to kick in things are getting a little bit weird oh, around Really <laughs> 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 Jesus. Oh my God. If you guys haven't checked out OGs, highly recommend you check them out. They have really great products and they just launched their brand new Sleep Edition gummy. And these are a two to one THC to CBN gummy ratio. And CBN, as I've told you before, is a compound that helps specifically with falling and staying asleep. So it's great if you really need a good night's rest. And this Sleep Edition gummy is also in their new Aqua Berry flavor, which. I might say, so is delightful. In, I can't talk <laughs> about Highly recommend you guys check them out online at OGsBrands.com, on Instagram at OGsBrands, and you can also find their products at your local dispensary. But you must be 21 years or older to purchase. Did we get an OGs delivery during the oh, show? Yeah. There we oh, go. Yeah.
2: Nice
0: little hey. golf towel. Wrap the OGs. Got some golf
1: towels? Let's go, baby. Not, what not available in Salt Lake off? City.
0: No, no.
1: Let me look at the Partners tab. Oh fun! They brought us a restock of some great products, some stickers, some golf towels.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Shout out to OG. Let's go, baby is this, nice is,
0: this is kind of sweet right here. It's is it nice. soft? It think. is nice and
1: soft. Oh yeah, that's a nice. Wow. Towel. If Thank you, you want it
0: <laughs> in the chat, maybe we can just ask you a question. And the first so one to nice. answer it gets it.
1: So what's the question? It's no, kidding. I don't know. Let's think. How much time we got left? <laughs> we have like ten minutes.
0: Okay, mm-hmm. I'll will come up with a question.
1: Okay, mm-hmm. Saul's so gonna come up with a question. Uh. While he comes up with that question, let me tell you guys about game time. So game time is really awesome if you are a procrastinator or if you're super spontaneous because when you buy tickets last minute using the game time website and more specifically the link we're going to drop in the chat and put in the description of this show, you can save up to 60% on tickets. So why would you buy your tickets literally anywhere else, you guys? So the best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description. And Saul has tested this out personally. Yes. Yes, mm-hmm. you can get really great deals three to four days out from your event. But you can get even better deals sometimes the day of the event. Because they've got extra tickets and they want to make sure they can move them. I mean, we saw preseason game tickets for, for a dollar. $1. A
2: dollar. You, you can get into tomorrow's King's game Mm -hmm. for four bucks. Four dollars. Four Four dollars.
0: dollars. I I have a question too. Okay.
1: You ready for it? So one more time, use the game time link. Again, if you're here on YouTube, we put it in the chat. If you're listening to us wherever you listen to your podcast, it is in the description. Uh, We appreciate your guys' support. Go ahead, Saul.
0: Yesterday we celebrated my guy Gerald's uh, engagement. We did. uh, Mm -hmm. And we even mentioned uh, this particular thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, What's Gerald's fiance's name?
1: Oh, okay. I feel like this is an easy one. Okay. She was even. She was
0: even in the chat. Yes, so she was. First
1: person to drop that name gets this OG's yep. golf Just towel. first name. Okay. We don't oh, need to go. Charles. Hello. Charles wins. How
0: Where? Was the I didn't name even name see it. Name? Oh, I even saw up it right on the screen? here, Charles. <laughs> oh, there we go. Oh, 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 oh no. Charles it's... dropped it
1: first.
0: Oh, it is you Charles. All that. Look you at Charles. All right, Charles. This is yours.
1: Look at all you guys! Look at you guys! Listen to the show.
0: Actually <laughs> so about proud, us as
1: human beings. Mrs. Girth.
0: <laughs> <laughs> close, Cody Kid. Close. All right,
1: <laughs> you be worried that everybody knows this she, so quickly? <laughs>
3: she thought it was funny, so
0: we're we're good with it.
1: All right, Charles DM Saul to get your towel. Yes. Okay? All right. Couple things that we saw on the internet today. First and foremost. Uh, We got a tweet from Shams shortly before the show started, saying the Houston Rockets are waving forward Mo Harkless. Sources tell The Athletic and Stadium Harkless, 29, will enter free agency as a ten-year NBA vet. Yes, no. This is a name when you first hear it, and you go,
2: "Oh yeah, Mo Harkless. I know that name, and he's available." And then you look at the stats, you go, "I'm okay, thanks though."
3: (laughs) Yeah, it's. It's, I kind of did the same thing. I think he still would be useful. Like he's a six foot seven, six foot eight forward. He can play that small ball for a little bit, um, help defensively switch a couple positions. But yeah, if you look just at his numbers, like he's kind of bounced around from team to team. Sacramento the last two years doesn't play a ton and doesn't put up great numbers. Career 32% shooter from three. So he's not helping you. But as the 15th guy on the roster, not terrible, just not anyone I'd get excited about either.
0: Uh yeah, just uh hard pass. Just like Utah. <laughs> hard pass.
1: Well, there you go. We figured since it was topical and people were already starting to discuss it, we would bring it up. But it is as simple as that. I think we're all in agreement that eh.
3: <laughs> Pretty yeah. much. Yeah. yeah. Hello, Hello just made a Gerald joke. What do you say?
1: Hello said,
2: I'm more of a or curly she. than a mo. Like, <laughs> We're making three students. <laughs> That's like a hundred years old. Like, I make bad jokes, but like, come on, hello. I was
1: like, Espo, is that a Gerald joke or I, is that a ego? I enjoy
2: it. Yeah. <laughs> I was,
3: I Gerald
1: got the reference. <laughs> I did get that. the reference. Yeah.
0: I think that is more of an Espo joke. I right? I think All so. Give the- <laughs> Do the phrase. You know, what they would always say after they do something. Yuck, 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 yuck. <laughs> D Gerald. I knew him Gerald. I knew, knew, knew him Gerald. He was trying to be quiet on purpose. Trying. He set you he up for failure. He knew it. Damn oh, I knew it. it. He knew it.
1: I knew it. it. 100%. Oh, I watched oh, the my stew with the
0: whole team down, Gerald. <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 and then finally, you guys, Espo has really big feelings about this one, so, oh, so I will let you take this one away.
2: I reserve the F word uh, for very important things on this show. (laughs) What in the actual? fuck is this that (laughs) that they're selling on the Suns team shop? Uh, Nike made this shirt. The same people that are making the jerseys and I don't know what the hell this is but it's not the purple Sunburst uh, Suns logo. It looks like somebody jacked up a Photoshop file and just pulled that thing up into the corner. The burst, it it looks like a cone head. Like, what the hell is that thing?
1: Okay, so for all you listeners, on (laughs) Suns.com shop, there is a jersey t-shirt it's the it's the the 90s burst right mm-hmm. like a t-shirt jersey kind of but the actual burst part yeah, like
0: one the of the flames
1: beam is goes basically all the way from the chest where it normally would stop at like i feel like the armpit area it literally goes like all the way up to the top of the shoulder it's mm. just like one really extra spicy beam of a sun it looks like a goddamn traffic cone yeah. on the
0: shoulder of the shirt I have never in my life met anybody <laughs> that is so passionate about uniform and logo design. I have never met anybody like you, man. I, it just, it's stupid. Like, like, if you bought that shirt and walked around, I'm sorry, <laughs> but you're
2: not a fan unless you're wearing it ironically and you make that very clear.
1: You know, that's the thing that's craziest about it is it. It looks like a knockoff shirt mm. that is actually being sold and purchased from a reputable source. Look, true, look, Charles. Is it is
0: it is a sun's blast, not a sun's burst. <laughs> it is.
1: It is
2: totally. Look, people. The the jersey makers. Uh, on those cheesy sites that you can get them for thirty-five bucks, look at this and go, "What the hell?" Even we do
0: better than that.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: And this is Nike. Nike <laughs> made this shirt.
1: I'm hoping that it was just like an accident.
0: I mean, is it really that bad? What did yeah, their graphic designer sneeze
1: while they were doing put it? Put put it, put that picture up back one more time, please. I feel like it's it's awful. So look at it. It looks like look at it.
3: You know, like, when they were first coming out with computers and, like, programming stuff on computers? It looks like somebody drew that up, like, <sighs> it, it's, it looks like in Tron when they change directions. I mean, like- There's I mean, <laughs> not be
1: one thing if, like, you know how, like, the beams that, I don't know, the stripes underneath the suns, if it was all level with the burst, then maybe you could say it was, like, a design choice, but it's, like, ker- it's Take missing little, spikes on left. it.
2: It's just it's the laziest thing. Yeah. Nobody quality checked this, and this is <laughs> the official NBA store selling it. Yeah, sorry, I just. I just want to stuff. go on
3: the record, Espo, and say I vehemently agree with you. It's one of the worst things I've ever seen. Like,
0: <laughs> how? Yeah, that's. The, I, I mean, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't buy even. it, but I mean, well, it's it, not like thing. egregious.
1: Thirty four ninety nine. So yeah. you're going to tell me I'm going to pay $35 for a shirt that looks like a knockoff shirt that I should be able to get for $7 at a pop-up shop on the side of the corner? That's the problem. The the it's street.
0: like there's no originality to that shirt whatsoever. That's what I don't like about it. And the fact that they would charge $35 for that shirt, that is that is a severe problem. That shirt should be 5 bucks maybe. Here's Probably
3: the question fu- no one's asking is why? Like, why? why it's not like special enough for it to be a cool shirt like, no it's hardly anything different real. it just looks bad right it's a sh- it's a That it's supposed to be a shirt that's fucked up in the front
2: my five-year-old <laughs> draws the sun's logo better than that oh. by hand
1: <laughs>
2: well,
3: and probably
1: by memory too
2: yes mm-hmm stuff. I might buy that just to wear it on the show just because it's so freaking stupid.
0: There's a child labor joke here that I'm not gonna say. (laughs) (laughs) Don't buy that joke. Do not give them a
1: single dollar for that garbage don't you dare and also don't
0: volunteer your daughter to draw for the sons
1: (laughs) daddy's already been an employee
2: there. daughter doesn't need to
1: wait until the end of the season when they try and sell that thing for five dollars because nobody bought it because of what it looks like then you can buy that
2: thing
1: Hi Con has it right. When you order a son's jersey on Wish, that's exactly what that is. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Fantastic. Okay. Well, we just wanted to end with a little bit of an Espo rant because Espo rants can sometimes be really, really, really fun, at least for all of us. I think yeah. I had
2: an aneurysm just <laughs> looking at that thing.
1: Thank you guys for joining us. um These three guys will hold it down the rest of the week. I'll see you on Monday. But until we see each other again, you can follow me on Twitter at Lindsay you can follow Saul at Saul on You can follow Gerald at Gerald Borgue, And of course, you can follow Espo at Espo. Bye, so
0: we'll Lindsay. Hope you find your dad. <laughs>
1: What the hell are you doing,
0: Hey, yo, my lifestyle Enjoy is retro. Tell the Phoenix oh, oh, Metro. Oh. Meg in control and he ain't never gonna let go. X though. Lindsey, Gerald, Espo. Saw past the ball. We hit to turn up the tempo. Got to understand me. y'all always wrecked the family. Rally in the valley like Dan G. No plan B. Always on the job. My team move like the mob. Turn the beat on. I throw it down like D-A on the lot. Best combo since K-J, Marley, and Charles. It's your squad is sitting on the chat. Get involved. Rhymes say